Tell them about the dream, Martin. Tell them about the dream. Turn left, go straight. Now, why would they do Why would the state say you can't drill on the land near the reservoirs if it was safe? Turn right, straight. That sounds like communism, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds like capitalism, if you can get away with it. <laughs> Welcome to 8 Minutes on High. I'm Zach. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Start <laughs> over again. <laughs> All right. Welcome to 8 Minutes on High. I'm Max. And I'm Zach. And it's 10.20 p.m. on the first day of September 2013. And that was actually a, a genuine accident. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I don't know either. <laughs> uh, I know you always wanted to be me. What can I say? I guess that's it. <laughs> It's as close as I'm going to get. <laughs> I don't know why, anyway. but there you go. Anyhow. Uh, so how's your week been? My week's been pretty yucky, actually. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, the the big problem is this weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. And we've been essentially sequestered at work. You used the yeah. S word. Be careful. Yeah, that's well. It's really what's going on. We're we're on call. the The whole batch of us, not not just uh, PC techs, but uh, programmers and network people. And but they're moving the data center and physically breaking down two whole semis full of computers and moving them from Pittsburgh to Chicago and then putting them back together and we are told to basically check our email every two hours for when we get to go in and uh, start testing things put back together well that sounds like a lot of not fun it's it's a lot of not doing anything but it's also a lot of not getting paid you know it's you, you can't go anywhere but you can't you know there's that sounds like communism, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds like capitalism, if you can get away with it. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, we were uh, supposed to... The The most recent goal was right now for us to start the testing. And uh, they bagged it, and they're calling us in on Labor Day at 8 o'clock in the morning, hoping that the systems will be up then. So basically, we've been told to stick around and not do anything you know yeah it's kind of the way it goes they want you to get your stuff done when nobody's there right so. and they were wise i'll give them this they they took an extra day early for it they cut off work on friday and packed things up on thursday just to give themselves an extra day and now here we are tomorrow's labor day and then that's the extra day if we had you know waited till work was done on Friday, then we would be doing the testing first thing Monday morning when, or Tuesday morning, when everybody comes back to work and wants to actually be, you know, in production. <laughs> you got me confused there. I think today is tomorrow, yesterday comes to mind, something. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, they, they had a three-day weekend, and they made it four, and they're using all of it. But hopefully... Tomorrow we'll have a full day to test and everything will get good. Well, I'm, I'm having a lovely Labor Day weekend. Well, 
That's right. It's it is Labor Day weekend, and a lot of people get to have cookouts mm-hmm. and and uh, go to parks. And you have visitors. Yeah, right? we got visitors. We got family visitors, and uh, it was it was wonderful. It was really nice. We had a great time. That's great. It, that's what it's supposed to be. Family time. So this is. Uh, this is one of those weeks uh, that you you can remember in your life because it's something that you don't do all the time. But I bought a new car this week. You did? Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. It's a, That's always exciting, even if it's a new used car. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, well, and you were in desperate uh, need of a new car. Well... That's that's the question. I'd have kept my uh, old my old car for another year, but uh, being I'm now not living near friends and family like I used to, uh, right. car breaking down is a little bit more of a uh, crisis. Right. So I decided when it got to 170,000 miles, uh, push pull or drag, you know, and uh, so yeah. we got a new one, and uh, I decided to get a Ford Focus to. Uh, First of all, it looked like a pretty good car from all the stuff I read. And second of all, uh, making a political statement that they did not get any bailout money. And I wanted to reward them for it. Right. And it's a, it's an American car. Mm-hmm. And um, Ford's are good cars. Uh, you know, I, I had a Mustang. I, I try to buy cars made in America, um, although I am driving a Honda. I, I think it was made in America. I think it was assembled in America. Yeah, you know, and I, that's probably pro- not saying much more than the Ford. I'm, I think they get all parts right. from the universe of the world. Right. Yeah, that's so. the way it goes these days. Uh, the the thing that that bothers me is these right to work states, so called right to work states, which are really about right to not have a union state. Um, there's a whole. I saw a map once, and it was amazing. Uh, it was uh, there was a dot on it for every car manufacturer, and they were all sort of between Tennessee and and uh, Alabama. There's just a dozen or more car manufacturing plants in the South. Mm-hmm. You know, and the starting wage is eight dollars an hour, and the government's giving them tax free. The local governments are are saying you know tax free for ten years and. It's, there's so many giveaways that New York can't compete with well, that because we're trying to treat our people like human beings instead of machines. Well, that's how we lost IBM. Yep. So. Yep. And uh, the governor here is uh, talking about having non-Indian gambling now. I don't know if we talked about this on the <laughs> podcast. Well, so Maryland's already got it. <laughs> but you know what? I, it's a poor just, person's tax, you know. So, it's it's a poor way to reindustrialize the economy. Is my point. Oh. It, it's a, it's an easy add to the economy, but it's. Bullshit. I'll take it. I'll take it for what it is. It can be if you treat it as entertainment, okay. But you know, there's people that go overboard and. Yeah, but my problem is it's not reindustrializing. Oh no, it's not a value add industry. <laughs> And the other thing that's bothering me, uh, hopefully they're they're going to say no to it, is there's a lot of talk still about fracking, and I I keep thinking about the beauty that is upstate New York, the Adirondacks, the Catskills, and the Finger Lakes. 
are beautiful areas and to and to see them with oil derricks sticking out of them looking like fucking texas just makes me sick well uh, right now they uh have an easier time drilling in pennsylvania and stuff so i don't see that they're going to want to come up to new york with all the political problems they're going to have when they got an ample supply right now in pennsylvania and the market is glutted yeah i mean they'll they'll show up eventually but i mean it might be 50 years or it might be five years but here's here's the thing that that it's all the evidence i need i live in delaware county and i live near some of the reservoirs that are used for drinking water for new york city and they've already forbidden the drilling near these reservoirs Mm -hmm. now why would they do why would the state say you can't drill on the land near the reservoirs if it was safe not worth the risk i suppose they know it's not safe and and what a freaking disaster it would be if if they started polluting these giant reservoirs well oh absolutely i mean you don't want that uh, i got to say that there's a lot of nimba involved here okay everybody wants their electricity Everybody wants to do their barbecue, but nobody wants the, you know, source near them. So, I mean, it's going to be someplace until we get off of the fossil fuels. And yeah, but put it put it in the ugly. Place there you go. That's what I said. Nimba, place. not in my backyard. Yeah. So yeah, uh, but it, I I you know I understand if, if I saying. lived in a if I lived in a gravel pit, I'd say fine. But I live in beautiful upstate New York, and and I don't want it to look like Texas. Anyway, Not a I'm lot repeating of myself. Of that. Anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I started this with saying I had a new car, so we oh yeah fracking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, interesting how uh, things turn. Uh, well, you you and I can can carry on a conversation. Um, Syria. Yes. Well, uh, right. We should move on. Um. Syria, well, let let me turn it on you then. The latest thing I've heard is the president has gone to Congress and is asking for congressional approval to have some sort of a strike against the Assad regime. That's correct. What do you think of that? Well, it, it's interesting. I think it's a, uh, I think, it, <laughs> I hate to say it. But it, it doesn't poll real well to get involved in anything in the Middle East right now. Well, yeah, let, let's let's talk about weapons of mass destruction. Huh? Have we ever heard a lie about weapons of mass destruction? And uh, I think he uh, is using it as, uh, I wouldn't say political cover, but if I'm going to go in and do this nasty-ass job like cleaning out the toilet here, uh, I want everybody in. Absolutely. I th- I think tactically... It's brilliant uh, politically. He he's going to either have an excuse to not do it if the Congress forbids him, or he's bringing the Congress along so they can't say no 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 you you were wrong, mm-hmm. you know. And and he's going to make all these right wing politicians pick a side. And good on you because you know Congress has been doing nothing for four years. Let, let's have them take a vote on something where they have to 
you know, put their stake in the ground. Well, it was interesting. Uh, they did it in England, you know. I did. Uh, I saw that, and they voted it down. Right. Uh, and, it, and that it looks and like that's a conservative uh, prime minister, mm-hmm. right? And it looks like France will be our only major ally if we go in. Yay for the French. Yeah, well, and how about that? The French are the ones that want to fight. So they, uh, they're they taking it to the French parliament, but they don't get to vote it up or down. He already said he's going to do what he wants to do. <laughs> yeah, well, do you think that Obama is looking for a way out of his red line comment? Uh, no, I think if it wasn't for the politics that were going on right now and the uh, just no matter what he does, they're going to say he did it wrong. Right. So that's why he's going to let them be involved in saying what he does here, because if they say no, um, it, it's I mean, it's a pretty uh, horrendous violation of the Geneva Convention. And it's pretty well documented at this point. Uh, the inspectors were there. They've taken samples. They have the, the gas and the tissues. Yeah, that's the one thing I hadn't seen yet was any report, because I've, I've been in this weird zombie place where I'm, I'm just watching uh, TV shows back to back to back on my computer. Uh, Orange is the New Black, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> but anyway, um, so... Something I, about I have, chicks in prison, just, you know, you know it's going to be good. Well, you know, I would say Genji Cohen is, is going to be good. Because I'm I'm a big uh, believer in weeds. I I shouldn't distract you. So uh, Syria, yeah, <laughs> Syria. No, I, it's all right. Um, so tactically, it's brilliant by him because it it leaves him an out. The only only place he could get in trouble is if he decides to. If they say no and he goes anyway, which my understanding is under the War Powers Act, he gets 60 days to act as commander-in-chief. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I, I think, have have some problems with the War Powers Act and the way it's been abused over the years from uh, Bill Clinton to George Bush and maybe before then. Well, it's a bit of an expansion and it came about due to the bombing of Cambodia, really. Right, it goes back to Nixon, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they passed the War Powers Act. But, uh, I mean, it's all a balancing act. Uh, there are probably, uh, I'm sure there are, there are times where the president needs to be able to act quickly and unilaterally and uh, can't wait for Congress to get their head out of their ass uh, and, to do something. <laughs> and Congress is specifically handed the ability to declare war so we have this weird situation where it's up to congress but they won't do it but the president can anyway and you know we, we never declared war on afghanistan we never declared war on vietnam or or korea, North korea or iraq or grenada or Panama. so <laughs> the the congress is fucking cowards as far as i'm concerned you know Put a stake in the ground, make a vote. They did make a vote to authorize the use of force, which is pretty much bullshit when when we're talking about war. I think it will probably uh, internationally, especially in the Middle East, be taken as a sign of weakness, though. 
If he doesn't attack. Well, if he, already that he's gone to Congress. I mean, the Syrians are saying it's a victory. That uh, oh, the mighty well, Syrian Terry. army scared them. And, I you won't know. give a shit what Assad <laughs> says. Well, they got yeah. their hackers, right? They they hacked the Onion, uh, an American institution in the New York Times. and Did they hack the Onion, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But, That's too funny. Yeah, the onion had a lot of fun with it too. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know that. See, I've been I've been locked in a cave for too long. Wow. So. <laughs> uh, that that made my day right there. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could uh, be of service there. Oh, guess where I'm going after this podcast? I can guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so anyway, I, I I think it's it's brilliant um, politics by Obama. Uh, it's funny. I, I feel a little guilty saying my feeling is we should do something to proscribe the use of chemical weapons. I, I agree. I, I, when they're actually being used. I got to agree. You you got, I mean, we've had a, uh, uh, um, 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 since World War One. It's, it's almost a hundred year old international treaty. Right. And right. if something isn't done to slap them for doing this it's just going to encourage the next hezbollah slash iran you know to right, do it right and, and and i don't i don't like being on the hawkish side i really don't. i don't i don't like being the world's policeman but that is the hand we're dealt right now and the other thing is the enemy that we're the the people that we're helping are theoretically our enemies well and we can't go bomb the or take out the chemical weapons because it'll distribute them and kill shitloads of people. So my, here's right? here's my target list. Yeah. What's what's his what's the guy's name? Uh, Hafez El Assad. His palace is rubble tomorrow. <laughs> well, his Winnebago is rubble tomorrow. His summer house <laughs> is rubble tomorrow. <laughs> Everything that he right. his and things we, are rubble. No, he's not going to be there. <laughs> well, but tell you him know, we're going to do it. So get your he- get the hell out. Right, uh, right. Just level and, everything. By the way, <laughs> and that place that place where you did the show where you said, "Ha ha, America's weak." We're going to blow that up too. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. By the way, go ahead, get your people out of there. Make sure there are no women and children in there. Oh, the only thing is, they'll load women and children in there probably. Then I think we've got to not bomb it. We've got to find something well, else. We'll we wait. Cannot, yeah, we 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 cannot going around. Anyhow, my bomb. point is, is if you want to punish him, punish him. He doesn't care if you blow up a couple of uh, 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 command and control buildings someplace. Oh yeah, yeah. Put, put it, it put in his fucking him. swimming pool. Right. <laughs> That'll you know, get he, his he, attention. <laughs> Do you know the I'm biggest not... wild card in all of this? Really, wow, there's a lot well, of them. Is Russia because they're his allies? I'm going, yeah, well, this, this, so what this if gets send, back to what do we send something in to do that? And and a MIG, whatever, comes and intercepts it and shoots it down. Yeah, you know, I heard that there are 30,000 Russians, yeah, there. they're helping them with their uh, aircraft, their anti aircraft uh, batteries, and this and that, and right. They're also evacuating. There's there's Russian cruisers in the. Uh, actually, I heard it was in the Mediterranean, but then, then I heard it was in like the Gulf of Arabia or someplace. I'm surprised they're able to get any of their ships going. 
<laughs> well, we we don't want to shoot the Russians, but this proves what I said last week, which is Vladimir Putin is a fuck. You know, I, Russia is filled with Russians. It's not Russia that we're mad at. It's Putin. He's a dick. Well, my prediction is uh, there will be some limited military action there. I think there has to be. Uh, me too. I agree also as well. I have, and I don't like it. I don't either. Uh, I, war is bad, I think, is one of our truisms, right? Right. Right. You and I, we, we, have, we hold that phrase in, in some regard. But I, we're not, I don't want to go into war with Syria, but we, we think that the Assad needs to be spanked. I think uh, it's appropriate uh, t- changing topics on you here. Yep. We mentioned the 50th anniversary of the Martin Luther King speech in the March right. on Washington this week. Right. And, and Go ahead. Well, it just becomes so poignant in my mind watching uh, Rachel uh, this week and yeah. uh, the... Uh, all the activities on the uh, in the square, the in the mall, oh, there. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time that we're celebrating this this wonderful event, this this generational event, uh, they're, they're, the voter suppression is rampant and blatant. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's unthinkable. And, and since I don't think we've actually. Did we t- did we cover the Supreme Court decision on the Voting Rights Act? Uh, well, we did, but we never posted it. <laughs> Stay tuned, oh. everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, just then for a, a makeup, we're highly, highly against that Supreme Court decision. I'd have to agree we, with that. Where, but we both think it, it was a horrendous, horrible thing, and and. Boy, when you talk about activist judges, you can't get any worse than Scalia. I'm so sick of the term activist judges. Scalia took a 100% vote from the United States Congress and said, no, that's not what they meant. You can't get more activist than that. So he's another dick. But this is going back to the entire – I mean a lot of the civil rights uh, struggle centered around the right to vote. Right. The right to right. vote, the poll tax, the the uh, testing, right. the everything that was involved with that, and it's and it was it was squashed. It was solved. It was a, it was a done deal. All right, remind me of this because um, I don't have it now, and I and I meant to look it up for one of these shows. I heard some of the things that they did in the literacy tests, and they were horrendous again. Excellent. They were. They were trick, tricky things, and I want to look them up and, and talk about them. On the I next think podcast. that's a great idea. But why why are we going backwards? What is this fear of African? We're a nation of immigrants, for God's sakes. I mean, right. uh, 150 years ago, it was the Irish. Right. And, and well, we love the Irish now. <laughs> but, I but we cannot get over this phobia of people with darker skin. Well, and it's it, at this point, it's clear that black people vote in huge percentages for Democrats. And we know this all turned around at Nixon Southern strategy and Goldwater and all of that. 
But right now, the Republicans know that black people vote Democrat. Wow. It, it's probably worse with an African-American president. But they're, they're simply trying to manipulate the election. I think that we as, as white people probably can't understand or really grasp the full feeling of anger at this movement that is blatantly there to restrict and to water down and dilute and eliminate the, their, their vote power. after after 150 years of struggle and 50 years of the uh, uh, the recent civil rights right. struggle when you right. attack voting rights black people right. they're going and we saw it in the last election and I don't think it was a, pheno- a, a, a unrepeatable phenomena I think that they're that you're going to get 90% of the black people voting and good for them gosh darn it you know I I, I you're right I can't feel what they feel but I personally am incredibly pissed Me off too. because it's so blatant and the thing is what they tried to do in the last election really actually backfired it Absolutely. really motivated them. and it's not One, over it's right it, as soon as they the the supreme court came in within hours texas and north carolina right. and right and i um, started passing laws that were blatantly to make it more difficult for people well and, and, and maybe we could find the three illegal votes that are involved in this well, whole thing and, you know and we know there was a case of voter fraud that was perpetrated by the Republicans, mm-hmm. the largest one. So it, it's all such bullshit, and and it's outrageous. outrageous. It really, really pisses me off because it's it's the franchise. It's the most important thing we have, our vote. And and to do this in this day and age it's, is shameful. It's, it is. It's just I, – I, I'm almost speechless. And, uh, and I, it's know, hard to make me speechless, but this that really angers me. The uh, I, there's two things that that I learned about that day, uh, just recently. One of them is I, I didn't know that Congressman John Lewis was one of the speakers there, and the more I learn about him, the more I just like him. He's just so admirable. He stood up. He was one of the leaders of the student nonviolent coordinating uh-huh. committee, and he got his ass beat off. Mm-hmm. You know, sticking up for his rights. Talk about heroes. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about Mr. Snowden and how he's not a hero. John Lewis is a genuine dyed-in-the-wool hero, and he's so humane. And and you know, I wish that I had sort of had the consciousness to to observe back in those days because I think he's great. So yay for John Lewis. And the other thing is that I don't know if you if you remember who Mahalia Jackson is. Did you hear about that story this week? No, missed that. She was, I believe, a gospel singer, a woman with a huge voice and among many people who, who sang and spoke that day. And Martin Luther King was not going to say the I have a dream part. Oh my goodness. And she said, tell him about the dream, Martin. Tell him about the dream. 
And there was another guy, uh, one of the leaders, I can't think of his name, might have been Randolph, uh, who said that it was a little too lyrical, a little too uh, poet, poetic, and, uh, and sort of discouraged him from using it. And Mahalia Jackson said, tell him about the dream, Martin. And he threw it in there sort of as a last-minute thing. And there it is, yeah. one of the great speeches in American yeah, history. Yeah, one of the most quoted lines, the content of and your it, character and not the color of your skin. And it's, it's like the Gettysburg Address really? in that it's, it's so simple. It boils it down to its fundamental principle, and, and that's when speeches are great, apparently. Wow. I wish uh, that we could live up to the... Uh, the ideals as as stated, and I realized the feet of clay of the founding fathers and stuff, but the idea of you know all men are created equal. What don't yeah. you get? <laughs> what don't you fucking get? And yeah, yeah. It, it's such a beautiful idea, and they for a large part. And we've been spending the last two hundred and fifty years perfecting it. And we've got these right. assholes. I'm sorry, I, th- right. I don't normally swear too much, but these assholes no, taking us back a hundred years. Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's, um, it, it, it's it's wrong enough to swear about even for you. So you know that was my thought on the 50th anniversary of the. Uh, I'm with you. All right, real quick, um, the ten worst product flops ever. This ought to be very good, and I know what. I'm gonna. I know what number one is. All right. Well, I, I've forgotten already. <laughs> I'm gonna go through them real quick from ten to one. Okay. Uh, number ten is McDonald's Arch Deluxe. Well, uh, it was a hamburger. Was. Huh? Don't even know what that was. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a stupid double cheese hamburger with some. Uh, it doesn't say what was on Jalapeno it. Jalapeno sauce but, or something. But yeah, it, it failed miserably. It was so bad nobody remembers it. Number nine is the HD DVD. Okay. Instead of Blu-ray. Yeah. We knew one of them was going to fail. Well, it's like uh, VHF and Beta. One of them was going to fail. Exactly. That's exactly what they say in the story. This is from money on MSN.com. The number eight one is the Apple Newton. I remember that. Yeah. But they said it laid the groundwork for iOS, so there was something redeeming for it. Uh, number seven is New Coke. Yep, New Coke. I knew that would be in there. Boy, people and were out buying the old Coke by the caseload. And if you, it's good, <laughs> I mean, if you could go, well, they the whole idea was Pepsi was sweeter, and, right. and Coke was getting worried they were losing their market because so they made a sweeter Coke, and the feedback and the backlash was amazing. And if you listen to uh, people. It's kind of like Reagan in Star Wars. It's like uh, I knew it was bullshit, but I knew it would have this result. It was yeah. either a brilliant marketing ploy that just buoyed Coke like crazy because they thought they were going to lose it, or it was, or it was a, a really re- stupid thing. <laughs> and I, in both cases, I side towards the really stupid thing. I think exactly what I, – yeah, I agree. Uh, the XFL comes in at number six on our worst product flops ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a. Uh, oh no, I'm not. I'm sorry, it's not the XFL. What was that one league before uh, the XFL? The USFL. USFL. I've got a whole uh, uh, sealed six uh, cup plastic cup. Uh, plastic cups from the USFL. USFL. I think I have one too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I 
it says here number five on the list is smokeless cigarettes. I think which that's I, wrong. Well, I, 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 today they're talking about they're talking about like tobacco, oh. smokeless cigarettes. Whatever that that uh, mist thing is that they got today, it's all over yeah. the place. People are yeah. That. Uh, it must be but something this, different. This one says, but people hated the taste and it smelled like burning garbage. Okay. Wrote advertising age. So they were somehow. I, I don't understand how you can burn them and be smokeless, but I don't really give a Probably shit. Probably if they tasted like shit and smelled like shit, you wouldn't smoke them, so that kind of worked. Right. <laughs> this is this is my favorite bad idea. Celery-flavored Jello. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> what, what else do you need to say? That's it. <laughs> uh, the number three worst product flop ever, Webvan, which is interesting because... Grocery stores deliver now, but this this was in the dot com boom, and with three hundred and seventy five million dollars, they went to what did it say twenty six total sites, and they just they got too thin too fast and failed. But home delivery via web order. Yeah, they have it in the grocery stores here. Right, but the company name was Webvan. That's kind of a weak one, I think. Well, the, the, they didn't succeed, but I think the concept did. Right. I agree. Uh, they have a picture. I wish I could show it to people. Maybe I'll uh, try to put it on the, the web page for the next one, which is my other favorite one. Uh, you want to take a guess? Uh, well, I'm one. guessing number one is the Etzel. So. Yeah, I had a feeling you were guessing it. This On, on here, it's, it's number two. Oh, bullshit. Go ahead. <laughs> um, and, you know, as I look at this picture, it's kind of a handsome car. It was ahead of its time, actually. And you know why it failed? Because it was ahead of its time? I don't Well, yeah, probably. According to my marketing teacher back when I was in junior college, it was because it had a vertical grill and nobody could, could accept the vertical grill. Okay. <laughs> um, it's possible. All right. So... That was that was a, a big one, a huge flop, and I wish I owned an Edsel now. Oh boy, so do I. You ready for the number one worst product ever? Well, you got rid of New Coke and you got rid of the Edsel. Um, this is better. This is better than New Coke or the Edsel. Yeah. <sighs> you got me. I can't think of it. Olestra. Uh. <laughs> remember, boy, that remember was that? the foulest tasting stuff. That was that was the fake potato yep. chip. There was the fake flavor that they put in potato chips, yeah. which may call anal may cause anal leakage. Anal leakage. <laughs> I you remember just, that. You just can't sell a product that might cause anal leakage. <laughs> On that note, it's time to play the music. <laughs> All right. If you can grab a circle. In- 